0: Counseling and Christ Alone on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors where we seek to provide biblical solutions to the problems that people face. Solus Christus. It was one of the key cries. Of the Protestant Reformation as church historians evaluate that incredibly significant time in the life of the church in the 1500s when the gospel was recovered after... Centuries in darkness. And Solus Christus is also going to be one of the most significant themes of our annual conference at ACBC this October 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at First Baptist Church in Jacksonville, Florida. As we prepare for that conference, and as indeed we invite you to participate with us in that conference, uh, I want to talk this week on the podcast about the issue of counseling and Christ alone and the relationship that all of that has has to the Protestant Reformation. When you think about the other four solas, of the Protestant Reformation, it becomes clear after just a moment of reflection that Jesus Christ is the person behind each of the other solas. So if you just take, for example, sola gratia, that salvation is all of grace, Jesus Christ is the God-man right behind that sola. In Romans chapter 5, verse 15, it says the free gift is not like the transgression." For if by the transgression of the one, the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to many. Do you hear that? It's the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ. The grace of God is located on one person, and his name is Jesus. Sola gratia only makes sense with solus Christus. And then there's sola scriptura. Scripture alone is the authority for the Christian in their life and in their practice. And Jesus Christ is the person behind that sola. Solus Christus is behind sola scriptura, because the Word of God, which is our sole authority, is ultimately a revelation about Jesus Christ. Indeed, in Colossians 3.16, the Bible is called the Word, Word of Christ. It's the Word of Jesus. When we talk about the Bible, we're talking about the Word of Christ, who is the Word made flesh. Solus Christus stands immediately behind sola scriptura. And then we could talk about sola fide, faith alone. Of course, Jesus Christ is right behind sola fide because the faith alone that saves is faith in Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 3, verse 22, we're told, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all those who believe. Uh... Our belief is founded in Jesus Christ. Our faith is in the one man, Jesus. And indeed, the Apostle Paul will say that there's no other name given among men by which they must be saved. And so, sola fide is inextricably connected with solus Christus. And then there's sola deo gloria, the glory of God alone, the life of the Christian, the life of everyone indeed is live for the glory of God alone, but it's Christians who know it. And what we find out from the New Testament is that that glory of God is located specifically in the person and in the work of Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, "...God, who said, Light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ." There it is again. The glory of God, which shines out, is in the face of Jesus. That is, when you see Jesus, when you look to him, the full glory of God is made known. And so with sola Deo Gloria, as with sola fide, and sola scriptura, and sola gratia, Jesus Christ, solus Christus, he is the man, he is the person who stands right behind each of these other solas, and it is impossible to conceive of the Reformation without him, just as it's impossible to conceive of the Bible and of life itself without this person, Jesus Christ, who stands at the center and the apex of all of human history. And what we believe at ACBC is that just as Jesus Christ is at the center of history, uh, just as he is at the center of the word of God, just as he is at the center of God's plan of redemption, just as he is at the center of the reformation, Jesus Christ is at the center of counseling. If there is one thing that I would say is the descriptor of ACBC and of the biblical counseling movement in general, I would say it is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is is at the center of what we do because Jesus is at the center of life. And because Jesus is at the center of all of life, Jesus is at the center of the conversations we have when our life is in trouble. And it is absolutely impossible for us to think of counseling rightly and leave off Jesus. And yet, people do it all the time. We need to have a conference on the Protestant Reformation and on Solus Christus because it is all too common for Christians to leave off Jesus in counseling conversations. And Christians can leave off Jesus in two very different ways. One way that you can forget that Jesus is the person right underneath the surface of every counseling conversation is by rejecting biblical counseling, by advocating Christian psychology or integration or transformational psychology or level of explanation, some other approach that argues that it is acceptable to have a counseling conversation where Jesus Christ is optional. That is not true. Christians may not advocate leaving Jesus out of the counseling room. Jesus out of counseling conversations. That is not allowed. And at ACBC, we are committed to saying that over and over and over again. I want you to uh, hear in our uh, Standards of Counseling Doctrine article number 14, the ACBC Doctrine of the Great Commission. And this is what uh, our doctrinal standards say at ACBC about Jesus in the counseling room. The church has been called to go into the world with the task of evangelism and discipleship. In giving this commission, Jesus requires his people to use their conversations to point people to Christ in evangelism and to build people up in Christ in discipleship. The Great Commission necessitates that all faithful counseling conversations must have Jesus Christ as their ultimate goal. Our Lord and Savior does not give believers the option to avoid counseling conversations or to avoid directing those conversations toward Jesus. The commitment of Christians to the Great Commission and to faithful biblical counseling is therefore one and the same. That is a very bold statement. It's also a very clear statement, and it's also a statement that's very consistent with the words of Scripture. The reality is, it is wrong for a Christian to say, I'm not going to speak of Jesus in a conversation just because that conversation gets the label of counseling or psychotherapy. And Christians who say that, and there are many who do, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, should repent from that and should turn to Jesus and magnify the Christ at the center of Scripture and at the center of the Reformation. But that's not the only way that Jesus can get left out of the counseling room. Jesus Christ can also get left out of the counseling room as people who are committed to biblical counseling don't speak of him, but instead can drift into a a sort of legalism where we're encouraging people, even with Bible verses, even with proof texts, that they need to do this good thing or avoid that good thing. And of course, the Bible does make many moral commands. Many imperatives are found throughout the pages of Scripture, and we better not ever leave those off. But we also better not ever speak about those moral imperatives as though they are possible apart from Jesus Christ when we do that, our counseling becomes unbiblical, even if we can quote scripture when we do it, because scripture is made possible in the life of a believer by the grace of Jesus Christ. And we always have to remember that. In fact, our ACBC standards of conduct speak to this. And in our statement on methodology, uh, that is our commitment to the counseling process, Article 8a says this, Biblical counselors must be committed to the truth that the fundamental key to the process of biblical counseling is the person and work of Jesus Christ. We point counselees to the person and work of Jesus Christ and then teach them how to grow in his grace. Biblical counselors work to point all persons to repentance toward God and faith in Jesus Christ to find forgiveness for their sin and comfort in their pain. When you speak about the Bible and the moral commands of the Bible without speaking of the person of Jesus Christ to make it possible, it's like knowing the words to a song without knowing the tune. When we do that, when we point people to the moral commands of God and not the grace of God found in Jesus Christ. Even people who are committed to Scripture in general are guilty, and we need to, from the bottom of my heart, repent of that and be more like Christ and magnify Christ more in our counseling by putting him at the heart and soul of Scripture, which is right where he belongs. Jesus Christ is at the heart of of the Protestant Reformation, because Jesus Christ is at the heart and soul of all of life. And because he is at the heart and soul and center of all of life, he's at the heart and the soul and the center of conversations about life. And the biblical counseling movement exists, and our conference is going to happen in the fall so that we can say over and over and over and over again that any person who denies that has denied the most central reality of Christianity. And should repent and point more to jesus than they did before we want to help you do that that's why we're having this conference and that's why we want to let you know that you're invited to join us this october to talk about jesus christ and counseling You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you'd like more information about our conference this year or about our ministry or about our standards of counseling doctrine and counseling conduct, then you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.